Hey guys, I'm Nick. And I'm Eugene. Welcome to Papercut. This week, we're going to talk about The Count of Monte Cristo by Alexandre Dumas. But before we begin today, I want to give a big shout out to my friend Tasha, who made our new profile logo. Thank you so much for your support and for putting up with our crap. We've been through so much and we've had so much good feedback from the logo. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Paper cut wouldn't be what it is without you. Let us know if you want to reach out to her for something similar. Now, back to the show. The Count of Monte Cristo is about a man, Edmond Dantes, and his quest for revenge. It spans over three decades, and the plot sees Edmund falsely accused of Bonapartism and being sent to prison for life. He escapes and we see him enact his plan for revenge against those who wronged him. So one of the biggest themes in the book is that of resilience. We see this embodied in the main character himself. He was imprisoned when he was 19 years old and he escapes prison at the age of 33 where he enacts his plan up until the age of 42 and even a bit beyond that. And that's just a sign of determination and just strong will enacting his plan over 33 years. Yeah, I, I think that's resilience, right? Mm-hmm. In those nine years, he didn't do it straight away. We see him going around the Mediterranean Sea and building up the necessary networks and amassing the, unnecess- the necessary knowledge for him to go through with the entire plot. And it's not only just that, is it? He's also adapting to new circumstances as well. So it's like you said, it's not that he had this beautiful plan in prison. He had no idea what was happening outside. And from that, when he went out, he had to just gather knowledge, gather, gather, gather before he could enact his plans. Yeah, and just a just touch on point of that uh, reacting to new environment thing, because in one of the ways that he forwarded his plan some of the things didn't actually go as planned as he wanted to. So one of the things, for example, was his um, escape from prison. Um, Of course, this is all fiction, right? Like, we know that such a person, I mean, they might exist. I I don't think that will, that determination is limited to just fiction. I do think that some people have shown greater wills than this. However, if, you, if they haven't, can you fault them? This is just fiction. And to some degree, I think there's a lot of wish fulfillment going on in this book, but it's not wish fulfillment for the sake of it. It's actually a very well-told story. He doesn't want straight up just kill the guys that just murdered him. He's thinking of the best way to get that sort of release, that sort of retribution. And when he does so, I don't think as a reader, you see it coming, but when it comes, you realize, wow, that was really smart. I did not see that coming. I thought that was going to be very different. I don't know about you, Eugene. You probably saw everything coming. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So in that sense, it's a fairy tale in its own way. It's tragic. It does have, whether or not you agree, its own fairy tale ending. I think you put it very nicely. And it also, you know, it's true. It's not a conventional fairy tale that everything just kind of falls into place from the start. It does give you a sense of despair in the middle when things don't quite work out as they seem. And the important point of this book really is that, you know, like you might not get the happy ending that you originally, like you originally started out to strive for, but in the end, you can make whatever you have into a happy ending of its own way. That's a more important takeaway, you know, of this book. Mm. 
It's the idea that you can adapt to the surroundings and make the best out of it and make your own happy ending. So yeah, it, it does it does very nicely get concluded in the final words of this book. All human wisdom is contained in those two words, wait and hope. That was the line that really hit me when I, well, I audio booked this. So it really hit me when I first read that. Sometimes that's all you can do, just wait and hope. And you might not know where you're going, but hopefully things work out in the end and you really have no idea. So sometimes, unfortunately or fortunately, that is the best you can do. He built resilience the entire way through. So yes, waiting and hoping, but he he already had that base to fall back on. And I think that's an important mess, takeaway message from this. And as a reader, I'm just going to say this, Eugene, as a reader, it's, you also need a lot of resilience because, my God, this book is long. It's like, what, a thousand something pages? It's a thousand two hundred pages and it took me three months to go through an entire book. But, and that was with disciplined reading. And an audiobook, I, I remember it being about 50 hours. Yeah. So it is an epic in every sense of the word. With that, let's go to our ratings. The results are in and Paper Cut gives... The Count of Monte Cristo, a 10 out of 10. It really is, in our opinions, the perfect book. I actually, yeah. There's nothing more to say about it. For how good it is as a book, it doesn't really, for me anyway, it didn't really show its length because of how invested I was in certain arcs of the story. There are arcs where you just go through and by the end of it, you go, oh my God, that was 100 pages. But you don't know that because... You were so invested in what happened that you forgot you were reading a book. Yeah. And I think the how he does it is actually more interesting than the why he does it. Exactly, yeah. So we could talk about resilience all he want, all we want, but honestly, it does the book no real justice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, as, as profound as resilience is a theme, it, it's get, it gets mentioned in a lot of different other books. Yeah. So, you know, what makes this book special really is the way in which Dumas formulated the plan for Edmund Dantes and how he carried it out in the ingenious style that he did. So, yeah, if you got a copy near you, pick it up and read it. And if you don't, then go buy one. If you like what we do, follow us on Spotify or in any of your other preferred streaming sites. If you want to leave us a comment or let us know what you think, you can email us at papercut.cast at gmail.com or Instagram at papercut.cast no caps or Twitter at papercutpodcast one word no caps look forward to seeing you guys next week for another episode until then I'm Nick and I'm Eugene peace out peace